So I've got to give you a little bit of a warning before you keep listening to this episode. Today, we're going to do part two of Integrity, and I've got a guest on today. We're going to be talking to Jay Everyday, a dear friend of mine who's a leader uh, and has led groups uh, in good times and bad times, um, but he's very off the cuff, and some of the language might be objectionable, so just a fair a warning uh, about that. But we're going to talk about Integrity some more and uh, talk a little bit about how integrity impacts leadership and what his definition of integrity is. Let's get it. It's time to light your brain and heart on fire. Okay, Google, let's get it. You're listening to the Thomas J. Lyon Podcast. Welcome to the Thomas J. Lyon Podcast. I am Thomas J. Lyon. So glad you're here today. Thank you so much for joining us. Hope you're having a good day wherever you are. So today I actually have a guest on. It's, his name is Jay Everyday. He is a friend of mine and also a leader. Um, he's coming out with his new uh, vlog soon uh, called Apologetically Male. And we're very, very excited to have him on today. We're going to talk a little bit about leadership um, but specifically, we're going to piggyback on the yesterday's conversation about integrity um, and how integrity plays a role in leadership. Just a different perspective uh, for somebody who I respect uh, very much, who has a different, uh, completely different version and a completely different um, experience than I had uh, in the leadership world. Uh, so we're happy to have him on. What's going on, bro? How you doing, everybody? What's popping with you? All right, very good. So you are down in uh, the sunny uh, island of Florida. Is Florida an island? Is it considered Florida an island? Is, Florida is not an island, sir. Looks it's like a it. landmass that's attached to the rest of the United States. It's, it's an island. It's, it's an island. It's not an island. To be an island, it has to be surrounded by water on all sides. That's a fact. That's true. They say that you're actually looking to get floods down there. Like, uh, like they have these maps that show, like, over the next 10 or 15 years, it's going to flood and become an island. So you be careful down there. Yeah, I'm not. Listen, I, don't get me wrong. I love it. You know, I'm enjoying everything down here. But I'm definitely finna plant some roots on some rocks, mountains, and <laughs> trees and shit. You know what I'm saying? like, Very good. Well, so, uh, you know, people may, people that listen to this may wonder a little bit about why I brought you on. Um, we have become very, very good friends over the last six, six, wow, six-ish years or so. Yeah, uh, you know, we've shared some similar experiences and, um, you know, we come from different backgrounds and we have different, um, different ideas about um, morality and things like that. Yet, even though sometimes we disagree, we respect each other because we we appreciate the fact that each of us has integrity, right? When we, when we say we're going to do something, we do it. When we say we're not going to do something, we don't do it, even though whatever those things are might be different. Um, so I just wanted to talk a little bit about that. Um, what does integrity mean to you? Well, the simplest definition of integrity to me, is doing the right thing when nobody's looking. That's the simplest definition, but if I'm going to get deeper into it, like, for me, I grew up with a saying called, word is bond. And this came out of the five percenters, which is a, another subset of the nation of Islam. You know what I'm saying? And when they said this saying, my word is bond. They were basically saying that 
my word is my life. And before I break it, I will lay down my life before I break my word. So if somebody was to say to you, you know, whatever, yeah, that's my word is bond. I'm going to take care of that shit tomorrow. It's, you don't even, you're not even supposed to think about that shit no more. You feel me? Like, and that's how I live my life. If like, I don't need, I, I say that saying, but only when I'm absolutely certain I'm going to be able to follow through. Otherwise, from that, I say shit like, y'all going to see what I could do. Y'all going to try. You know what I'm saying? Let me let me look into it. I'm going to do my best. All that kind of shit. But if I know for a fact I'm going to take care of it, yeah, that's, that's my bond, God. Don't even worry about it. I'm going to take care of it. You know what I'm saying? So integrity is a big thing with me. Yeah, you know, the uh, the episode that I just recorded before this, you know, we looked at the Google definition and all that other stuff. But, you know, my idea of what integrity is is basically the same thing you're just talking about. You know, if you say you're going to do something, do it. And the, and the opposite of that, if you say you're not going to do something, don't do it. You know, like, like you said, being being a man or woman of your word, um, you know, is is a good way to look at what integrity actually is. And the reason that I started thinking about this is, you know, in business, integrity is important, right? Um, because you want to make sure you're working with people who are going to pay you when they say they're going to pay you. Um, mm-hmm. And then you're also, you know, going to do what you said you're going to do for your clients. Um, you know, integrity is one trait of a good leader. And you and I have both led organizations uh, of different types. And, you know, I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about your experience as a leader working with people both with integrity and people that lacked integrity and kind of how that might have affected you as a leader. Well, I'm going to start with the easy, which is working with people with integrity. And the best part about that is that you have one less thing to worry about as a boss. You know what I'm saying? Like, in my past roles of where I was, you know, in charge and shit, I was dealing with a lot of inventory. Now I'm saying physical product that can easily fit in your pocket. You feel where I'm coming from? Understood. Yep. Yep. So, you know, when you're dealing with vast quantities of small products that can easily fit in your pocket that have value, it it could easily turn into a situation where people are stealing from you left and right. And now your loss chart is looking crazy. You know what I'm saying? And you don't know where that product went. You have no idea where it went, but you know where it went. It went out the door with your employees because they, you know, are thieving McThieves and shit. And it's what it is. You don't know what their situation is. They might need it. But that, me as a boss, I don't give a fuck why they need it. That impacts my bottom line. And if and when I see people that don't have integrity, which I might as well lead into that right now. Like from top, and, and it's the minor things that'll make me get ready. It's not even the, it's, I, it's not even the major things anymore. I've become so attuned to seeing people who are fucking scumbags on the inside. They outside look 
great packaging. They, you know, present themselves however they are. But the little things will tell you that these niggas is fucking scumbags. You know what I'm saying? Like little minor shit. Like, okay. Minor shit. So you, got a, you got a coffee station in the job, right? You got a nice coffee station that actually has pods in it. Pods are fucking expensive, bro. People steal pods from work all the time. If you work in a nice place that has coffee pods for the Keurig machine and all of that, they're stealing those. And me, like I said, it's the little things. It's not nothing major. You heard? It's not nothing major. It's it's fucking coffee pods. You feel me? But by me seeing that person do that, right, or somebody else telling me this person does that, however it gets back to me, now I'm never going to put this person in a position. I may not fire them, but I'm never going to put them in a position where they have little things that they could steal from me. Because you've learned about their lack of integrity, even Correct. with something small like that. You know, I think about, you know, office supplies, coffee pods, yeah. you know, uh, the type of people that go out to a restaurant and take all the sugars on the table. And then don't tip. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then they don't leave a tip of any kind. Uh, well, they put it on the table, so it must be for us. Yeah, no. Yeah, dirtbags. I'm yeah. saying, like, but, you know, there's always going to be those kind of people. It's just you got to understand how to handle them. You got to be able to handle them effectively because even those people who lack integrity, that doesn't mean that they can't bring value to your organization. That doesn't mean that at all. That just means you can't leave $10,000 on the table in front of them. Help me understand. Uh, help me understand that. You know, so you've got somebody who is demonstrated straighted that, you know, maybe they don't have integrity. What type of role, you know, in a variety of different businesses or, you know, what what would you do with that person? You know, are you saying that you would just give them, you know, low level? Right, hypothetically, if I'm in a restaurant, right? Yep. I, I own a restaurant. I got a guy out on the floor who's a server. Feel me? I noticed this server swipe a tip from a table that's not his. Okay. I could handle it in several ways. Feel me? And the only way that it's going to get handled where he doesn't get fired is that he has to leave that position because you can't be trusted out there anymore. It's just that simple. You can't be trusted out there anymore. You know what I mean? In order to in order to get back out there, I'll give you an opportunity to earn my trust back, but I already seen that you were fucking dirt back. So to help now, to help get away from your the the opportunity for you to be a dirtbag, I'm going to transition you to the kitchen to be a cook. All right. For lack yeah. of a better example. You know what I'm no. saying? Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Um, no, that, that makes perfect sense. So you wouldn't necessarily just get rid of them completely. You would just put them in a different role. I would... I would... I'm... <sighs> To be an effective manager, you got to be able to manage all kinds of people. You feel where I'm coming from? Yeah. And, and sometimes 
managing people, you have to be able to put people in the places that's going to benefit you because everybody comes into a job. It doesn't matter what job that they come into looking to benefit themselves. That's what they're there for. Sure. Everybody wants to get a little bit of, a little bit ahead, you know, they're thinking quick promotion, et cetera. Even, even if they're not, they're thinking of that paycheck at the end of the week. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's what they're there for. They, they don't give a fuck about your bottom line. They don't care about your, your, your two year prospectus. They don't give a fuck about your stock price. They don't care about none of that shit. What they care about is two weeks from Friday, is my check going to be there with what he said he's going to give me? That's what they give a fuck about. Right. All the other shit in between, they incidentally care about because this is what you told them you require for them to get that check two weeks from Friday. So now they kind of care about that shit so that they could get their check. But now in the meantime, in between time, while they half caring about what you need done, they looking for other little come-ups because they can use it. And these are the people, like I said, with no integrity. They always looking for little come-ups. You know what I'm saying? Going back to the restaurant example, these are the people that leave work with a whole bag of chicken. Yeah, <laughs> right. Got it. You feel me? Like, and again, when you got people, especially when you catch them in the room, shame is a powerful tool if you use it right. You know what I'm saying? I don't shame people like to make them feel bad. I shame you so that you can become better. You heard? Because it's like, nigga, is you, is you serious right now? Are you serious right now, bro? All right, look. I'm not going to fire you. Like I said, I'm going to put you in the kitchen for a couple of weeks. We'll see how you do in there. You do everything right in there. We'll bring you back out on the floor, and you're going to apologize to that server you stole to, stole from. You know what I'm saying? Do you believe that if somebody lacks integrity, that they can eventually gain it, or do you not? I do. I believe they can. But the road to that is hella difficult and most people is not willing to put in the work. So they sure. just remain scumbags. Yeah. yeah it's, just, it. it's, it's just easier. You know what I'm saying? And I'm also not in the practice of trying to help you not be a scumbag anymore. Sure. I'm, it's, not, I'm not, it's not your I'm job. Not, that's not my job, exactly. Right. You know, and that kind of leads me into the next question uh, a little bit about leadership. As a leader, right, as somebody who, you know, and, and leader means different things. Could mean, mean the head of an organization, head of a sports team, you know, the head of a family, you know, whoever's kind of in charge of, of, a, of a group of people or getting a specific task done. Um, as a leader, and you kind of alluded to this, it's not really your job, do you feel that there there is a time where as a leader you can kind of take these scumbags under your win under under your wing so to speak and help them uh become somebody with more integrity or not and why no i don't and the reason why is because 
that is a thing that they got to want for themselves. If they want to put themselves under my wing and learn from me, I have no problem teaching them. You heard? I always have a plate of hot food ready for whoever want to come eat. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not force feeding nobody nothing. If you telling me you not hungry, I'm not feeding you, bro. I'm not I'm not feeding you, bro. I'm not leaving a plate at the door. I'm not leaving you a coupon saying whenever none of that. You feel me? Cuz if you if you want to become better, then one of the easiest ways in life to become better at anything is to model yourself after someone who's already where you want to be. It's one of the easiest ways. It's like every every human being does it. This is how babies learn without the use of language. They watch, they mimic, they see, they they imitate. These are all the same things that adults could do if they could put their pride in their pocket for a minute and they want to grow. But like I said, most people are content with what they are. They don't want to become better. Sure. Yeah, no, and I, I agree with that. You, you know, um, I turned you on to someone named Gary V. That's a fact. <laughs> uh, he's, a, he's a fucking genius. Yeah. Uh, I haven't but, heard him ever say anything dumb, which right. is big. Yeah. I've heard everyone say something dumb. Everybody. I've never heard this dude say anything dumb. Shout yeah. out to Gary V, man. Yeah. You know, the reason I mentioned that is, you know, looking for people to mimic, you know, there are you know, there's a variety of people in the world, of course, depending on what your goals are. If you're trying to be an athlete, there's athletes to look at. If you're trying to be an entertainer, there's entertainers to look at. If you're trying to be a businessman, you know, there's businessman or woman. There's can uh, I, yeah. Can go I ahead. cut in for a second, bro? Mm-hmm. When it comes to this integrity shit, there ain't really nobody to model yourself at. And the reason why I say that is that you don't know what people do when they're not in front of you. So you you there's nobody to model yourself after when it comes to integrity. The thing with integrity, right? You know already. And this goes for every fucking body. That little voice in your head that you talk to, have whole conversations with, that voice, when you about to do some bullshit, that voice say something. What it says, no idea. And it's up to you to either pay attention or disregard the people that disregard the higher voice the one that be like nah nah you shouldn't snatch that fucking wallet out of this lady's purse even though it looks so appealing you shouldn't do it that voice listen to that voice and stop saying fuck that I need it I agree. That's, that's that's the real root problem with integrity. The most of the people who don't have integrity are selfish fucking people. You heard? That's the real root problem. They're fucking selfish. All they care about is themselves. So it makes it easier to screw everybody else over because I don't care about them anyway. Most people who have integrity are also people who have empathy. I agree with that. I agree with that. In fact, so you've just given me another idea uh, for uh, another topic that we'll tackle here on the show. Empathy. Very good. So in, in closing, what are, what are your final thoughts about integrity and how it relates to leadership? 
<sighs> the reason why integrity in leadership, I think, should be one of the foundational core principles, if not the core principle to whoever this leader is going to be, is that you never have a second chance to make a first impression, ever. People are going to believe what they believe about you. And it's always better to leave a feeling of this is a stand-up guy when you walk out the room versus, yo, check the dresser and make sure all the silverware is there. Sure. You feel me? And in business, that that speaks for volumes because you could have one successful deal go through with one client and do some shit that make that client be like, yo, you know what? He didn't have to do that. But he did that anyway. He could have screwed me over on this and I wouldn't have even noticed. And he didn't. He actually brought it to my attention so that it doesn't happen in the future. I like this guy. He's a stand-up guy. And that client, in turn, brings you your next 30 clients from just being a stand-up guy. You didn't do anything extra. All you did was what is honorable. Especially if that person's in a situation where they're used to dealing with people who do not. And uh, this is, this is the majority word. of people. The majority yeah. of people are always looking to get screwed over by new people. People that they're meeting right now, they're like, eh, eh, because the majority of people are scumbags. I'm not going to say that it's all their fault. You heard? Because most people who find themselves where they, they move like that, they've had an interesting life, to say the least, where they've been struggling and surviving. You feel me? And survival is hard. A lot of people who don't know nothing about survival old two-parent household, one-and-a-half dogs and shit. Hey. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's me. Listen, I'm saying, <laughs> your life's... Your li All right, Tom, gangster shit. Your life from the age of 9 to 18, if we put them side by side... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm saying, bro. You feel me? But I went through everything that I went through and I'm still not a scumbag. You see what I'm saying? Other people, like I said, it's just easier to be like, screw everybody. To live so, like that. Yeah. So, so to to put everything I just said in a, in a nice snack size tidbit, integrity is everything, yo. Integrity is everything. You never know when it's going to pay you. So just keep investing. You invest in the hold. Oh, I like that. Flip. I like that. Very good. Well, thank you very, very much for coming on. I appreciate it. I, I'm sure that you'll be on again. Um, and uh, again, thank you very much. Anything you want to say uh, to my people before we... Absolutely. Look out for Unapologetically Mail on YouTube. Oh, that's right. Instagram, Facebook. It's not out there yet, but it's coming. It's going to be 
this guy right here talking a bunch of shit about a bunch of man shit that I believe a lot of men is going to, you know, enjoy and be able to identify with because unfortunately for me, there's a campaign going on to feminize men. They want to take our nuts. Y'all worrying about them taking the guns and all this shit. They trying to take your nuts, man. <laughs> oh boy all right jay every day thank you very much i appreciate you being on no doubt it was absolutely fantastic to have jay every day on the podcast thank you very much uh jay again if you're interested in learning a little bit more about jay and what he does uh you can start looking for unapologetically male uh coming soon on youtube and a few other platforms you want to bookmark that in your brain for now um, but as soon as it comes out, uh, we'll be sure to let you know. Thank you so much for uh, listening to the Thomas J. Lyon podcast. Hope it was helpful and informative for you. Uh, if you'd like more information about what we do and how we can help you become a better leader or a better business person or market your business better or just help you be better, please go to thomasjlyon.com. That's Thomas, the letter J, and Lyon, L-Y-O-N.com. thomasjlyon.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Thomas J. Lyon Podcast. Want some more? Ready to take the first step? Check out thomasjlyon.com. We'll see you next time.